You're listening to DraftKings Network. It's the Cooligans, stupid. You know who we haven't thanked in a hot minute? Who? The Dan Lebitard Metal Arc fans. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Yes, it's been so long. We since. forgot to thank them recently. Thank you. Welcome. I hope you're getting acclimated, you know, to the new the new tone of, <laughs> of uh, this network. That's right. His name is Tone. That's right. <laughs> I want to talk to Tone. <laughs> the new tone, you know, it's a little bit more aggressive. That's right. You know, what? I, I want to uh, welcome the, the, the Lebitard audience, the Lebitard family. Uh, the pirate ship. The pirate ship. The pirates themselves. Mm. Uh, because we we want to make sure that this show feels, uh, you know, it is the Cooligans. We're on uh, on a new network. You know, you it's a new guest in your home. You're like, what is what's all this about? Yo, why are they putting their feet up on a coffee table? More more loud Latinos. Do we do we need them? <laughs> Is there a way to get this network to be, I mean, first of all, the loudest Latino, Grant Wall, already on this network, you know? Uh, I love that. Paolo Nelson, uh, we're here on YouTube, says, Los Piratas. Let's go. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Nicole Hack says, hey, girl, hey, what's good, Nicole? What's up, everybody? So I was saying, we want to make sure that uh, this show feels uh, like at home and familiar to the Levitard audience. So we figured we we'd have someone send send us a nice message uh, from the Levitard family, mm. and I think this uh, this what w- w- th- this will be a nice introduction, a nice beginning to make you feel uh, right. at, at home. For those of you uh, who are Levitard fans, this is this is uh, to make you a bit more comfortable. It's the Cooligans, buddy. Okay. Boom. Okay. That's it. So now you know it's official. <laughs> we have been christened by Poppy. Okay. My new dad, <laughs> which is also my first. <laughs> my only. <laughs> I, <laughs> and so far, Christian's best dad. I uh, just said hello. Okay. <laughs> the quality of dads has improved <laughs> tenfold. I mean, you know what? How do you multiply from zero? <laughs> uh, shouts to uh, Poppy for sending us a nice little message. We have a, you know, now we'll have uh, a nice little introduction for uh, for the show. So, uh Gracias, uh, padre. Uh, what happened? We're a little, we're a little, uh, yeah, something's going on with the internet. Oh, I don't know. Uh, oh, but you know what? I might, I should get off the Wi Fi. It could be that, but I think we're fine. The connection here. Oh, no. Hey, we're back, baby. All right. <laughs> bro, we missed you so much, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies. Blame the, I, I, it was uh, the Ethernet port uh, connected the, uh, the, Ethernet cable to the, the right. The what's it broke. It it's ha- all over. It happens. It happens. Okay. Hello, everybody. Working for now. What's good? What's good? We back. Come on. All right. So that was three minutes. <laughs> Could have been worse. You good? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, yeah, this is what happens, bro. We say we get a dad and the world falls <laughs> apart, bro. They don't want us to win. Let's, uh, let's start over. Let's do like uh, an Ace Ventura. You know, <laughs> and then now we're back. you really committed to it, dude. <laughs> you exactly. really committed to it. Okay, that's why. Uh, that's why I'm here. Okay, <laughs> bro. The my commitment to my craft. All right. I'm just tweeting that we back. 
let everyone know. <laughs> People got nervous for a bit. Bro. <laughs> um, uh, hit the Micah soundboard. Here we go. You don't know where I'm from, dog. What? <laughs> Why not? I also love that you prepare people for it. By the way, it's coming. <laughs> I'm saying because they said it. Somebody said it. That's Alexis why. must have set things up. No, it wasn't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. You know, the, the Ethernet uh, uh, panel here, there's three ports. and I, Only one of them works. Only one of them works. Why well, you got this for, bro? Bro, I, this, the, the patch panel's downstairs. I could, I could hook up the off, so, to make it so all the ports work. So. Let us know if you understood anything <laughs> Christian just said, bro. I, that, that's one. Of, that's always been one of my pet peeves when I've when I've set up um, network wiring in places. There, there's no point in in having ports that don't work. It really brings you nothing to your to your business to your home. Why haven't a port that just does not work? You know those uh, things you get at like uh, hotels. You press the button and like it's a soap container. Like the, the body wash container, the shampoo. Yes. All right, so I have a three, right? Mine is three. At home, right. At right. home. Yeah. Mine has uh, body wash, right? And I used the good one. I used Dove. You know what I mean? Because wifey <laughs> was complaining about the cheap ones I was buying. Dove is not high quality stuff, but. No, like it's like, well, I had the uh, CeraVe, but it's too thick, bro. It won't come out. You have to shake it. It's just, <laughs> it's too moisturizing, too. I don't feel like it's getting my junk clean. You know, so I got Dove, the high end hydration Dove one. Then I got the uh, I got my shampoo and then I don't use conditioner and neither does wifey. So the third one just sits there. You don't use conditioner. bro. I don't even know how to use conditioner, bro. What What do do people use conditioner for to condition your hair? Condition. What do you mean condition? What condition is it putting it in, bro? (laughs) My hair is lovely on its own. You feel me? You know how much better it can be with conditioner? What does conditioner do? It softens your hair, moisturizes your hair. I definitely don't need that. I'm a greasy (laughs) mother. You should see me in eight hours. This is going to be dreaded up. Conditioning is actually more important than than shampooing. You don't need to no, shampoo. No, 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 no. You don't no. need to shampoo every day. Yes, Shampooing every you day do. actually damages your hair. Damages what? What you talking about? <laughs> Fabulous hair, bro. Wow, okay. Damages your hair. Don't be coming in here sucio, bro. It does. You're supposed to Grasoso. shampoo every like two, three days, not Where's every my, day. My mother would say grosero, coming it, in here. You're supposed to condition every day. Nah, yo, you're supposed to shampoo your hair every day. I, my, yo, my hair gets shampooed every 24 hours. My man Dandruff McGee over here. Never. That's why I got, no, I got no dandruff, bro. Look at this. No flakes on the blue right here. For those of you who are listening, I'm wearing the Bomb Pop jersey, and there's not a, there's not a flake on me, man. Okay. Uh, shampoo they- equals detergent. Conditioner equals fabric softener. Why I got to put that in my hair, though, for my hair lovely. Thank you, Leslie, for the contribution. Get this man, get, he needs to get this man some sense. I don't understand. First of all, when I was a kid, I thought you left it in. You're not supposed to leave in the condition. I'm like, pero que esto? This is a greasy shampoo. <laughs> That's all this is. Anyway. This is French fried shampoo. Elijah Stuff said, bundition. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> get this bunditioner out of my out of my hair, bro. Uh, and Ice Cold Brew said, Leslie just blew my mind. I, apparently, some people did not know this. Yes, you're, Yo, su- you're supposed to condition your hair. No, you're not. I've used conditioner <laughs> once in my life, dog. Seriously, I've, if there's anything I could tell our audience, do not listen to Alexis when it comes to this right bro, now. No bro, no offense, but whose hair is lovelier? <laughs> my shit, look at this. That's not the point, bro. Luscious. Oh, bro. We both got good hair, though. 
You just got <laughs> curls. You're, you're There's no little... such thing as bad hair. Hair is hair. People no, have no, different no, like, texture you know, hair. People, no, no, I'm not talking about texture. I'm talking about like, you know, we ain't got like one side that sticks up. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got we ain't got like a weird hairline with just like one <laughs> angle. We got pretty good hair, both right. both you and I. We won we won the hair lottery. It's all good. Um, Tell me about it. And one of us <laughs> shampoos it every day. Don't use no conditioner, bro. <laughs> okay. Uh, JK Tris said, can we go back to talking about pizza? I don't need to learn about Alexis's grooming. <laughs> Yo. Facts. I feel the same way. Do you condition your pubes? <laughs> <laughs> is that what people do? I mean, look. I don't you put th- fabric softener in there, yo? <laughs> this is not, it's not the time nor place. <laughs> you put a dryer sheet in your underwear, yo? <laughs> Just walk, walk through the Actually, day. Let it. me tell you something. <laughs> You'd smell so much better down there. Through a little OxyClean <laughs> in your shorts. You, you have a, a is that a bulge in your pants? Or, or are you just cover, cover, putting in wool balls in there? <laughs> the hell is that? You know the balls of wool to dry no. it's like a dryer sheet, but nah, like man. A, Some no. of us ain't got no in-house units. <laughs> Jersey. Let's go. Okay. Uh, Can shampoo equals paint stripper. Conditioner equals gloss wax. My body creates the gloss on its own, bro. <laughs> Something is oddly proud of. Okay. Bro. Christian um, Grossero, bro. Look, Nicole Hack, same thing. She's like, Christian is right. Shampoo your hair less, not every day. Bro, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Y'all need to say it to my her, bro. <laughs> okay. Um, hello, everybody. <laughs> Sorry for the technical hiccup earlier on, uh, but welcome to the Cooligans. And what we were saying before was hello to our the, the new Lebetard audience that might be uh, listening to the show. We appreciate uh, and welcome everybody from uh, you know the Metalock family. And uh, <laughs> it's been and already an exciting couple of weeks working with uh, the Lebetard folks. It's been exciting. Uh, look, there's a lot of changes that are coming fast and hard. And mm. uh, you know, thank you everyone for uh, holding on for dear life as this <laughs> ride starts to take some sharp lefts and rights. <laughs> It means the world. And for everyone who's new on board, hey, this is what it's like all the time. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing special. <laughs> this is what you've been missing. Okay. Uh, so welcome. Like up. my hair's been missing conditioner, bro. <laughs> SKC Fan TV said, God, let's not talk footy, please. I mean, Sporting Kansas City, are, they, they have... They need they need they have their own issues. Uh, Bro, we have to dedicate make some room in the cupboard for the wooden spoon. My geez. <laughs> so uh, maybe we'll get to it uh, or not. But the uh, I did want to say we were saying this before. Maybe people heard it or or did not. But we want to make the the levitard, uh the, the the piratas, as somebody said before, mm-hmm. Los piratas. Uh, feel at home. So we have a, a, a word from someone. Uh, Wait, we, they heard this already. Some people did. But, you know, I don't know what's going to make the podcast. Podcast, what's gonna be oh, no, all that's in there but <laughs> go ahead hit it again boom it's the cooligans buddy there it is right a little a little a little tuck you in at night make <laughs> you a little bit more comfortable you know <laughs> poppy coming yeah. through on the cooligans right all right it's uh, right before you go to bed he says hey Get a cafe. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just a little extra Cubanness. <laughs> so, uh, a- a- exciting times here. Um, uh, here at the stand, 
where we are filming today's show, the Stan Comedy Club and Restaurant. Anytime you are in New York, want to catch a comedy show or get some absolutely incredible food. I know most comedy clubs uh, in the, probably in the world, you go and you eat the food and it's like, oh, okay, microwaved chicken strips. Yeah, wow, know? this food. The chef must be hilarious because I know he ain't cooking. <laughs> but no, not here at the stand. The food is, I mean, we're not even exaggerating. The food is incredible. It's uh, a, we should do an episode from the kitchen. It's like a legit kitchen. It looks right. like a cruise boat kitchen. Kitchen, bro. Right. It's right. huge. The comedy is not like the cruise boats. No. no. <laughs> so much better. Shout out to everybody I know who does cruise boats. You guys are great. <laughs> yeah, about um, uh, 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 Graham uh, who got kicked off a cruise boat? No. Greg uh, Hay? Yeah. The homie? Yeah. He got kicked off a cruise boat. Who's like the nicest guy <laughs> the in the world? The nicest guy in the world. He was doing a, uh, he, he tweeted this, but uh, Graham K, hilarious comedian. Go uh, look him up, check him out. Um, it's not good because cruise boats pay very well. Yeah, he got he got um, kicked off. He got fired, um, and he had to stay on the cruise boat for like another two days, yeah. <laughs> something like that. Um, but he got fired because he told a joke about his grandfather or grandmother um, who was protecting Jews during World War II or something like that. But I, I think because of the subject matter that he was talking about World War II and Nazis and stuff. They, they somebody complained and he got fired. Even though he was on the right, his grandmother's on the right side of history. It's it's like insane. This is the level of of sensitivity when it comes to comedy. But he needs to tweet a little bit more about this. <laughs> get him on some big podcasts, bro. It's kind of crazy, right? Like Damn. the context. It's a controversy. <laughs> the context wasn't even important. Somebody was offended that they that he was even talking about that. I got That's fired. Ridiculous, bro. We've said worse things. It's just some guy in a Nazi <laughs> outfit. Like, this is not what I came on this cruise boat for. <laughs> Sir, is that, it's not Halloween. <laughs> Decanio is on the cruise boat. <laughs> um, are you part of the royal family in England? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Come on. Put your footballer slash soccer player who you think was on that cruise boat and complain. Okay, so uh, this is uh, Shouts to U.S. We focus on all things American soccer uh, today. Let's go. The uh, chat's already lit up as to who's going to win the, the wooden spoon. Uh, okay, yeah. I mean, I mean, look, we can have that debate, but I feel yeah, like we could talk about we it. Got, we got not front runners for the wooden spoon, back, back runners. runners? <laughs> <laughs> Rear runners? What do they call the slowest person besides Alexis uh, in a, in a, when you're doing laps? Um, the trailer? The the I mean, look, it is a yeah. We didn't necessarily plan to talk about Sporting Kansas City, but I, I would say the throughout the time we've been doing this show, Sporting Kansas City have re have really never been ba bad. Like, were your concerns? They've been consistently good, if not great. This is consistently bad for the first time. Yeah, and I, I, consistency is the, is a, a perfect word. One of the most absolutely consistent teams, <laughs> always in the playoffs, uh, always uh, uh, challenging for some kind of uh, uh, trophy. So just a, Nick read in our chat made a good point. He said, so we've covered conditioner and cruise boats today. Mm. But now we're talking about football. <laughs> now we're back. We're back. We're talking about MLS. Uh, but look, like Christian said, we didn't plan on talking about sporting Kansas City. But this is one of those things where you're like, are, do, are we all in the same training? Right? <laughs> like, are, are we all like this can't be what is being asked. It's, it's the same team that was there last year. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for the most part. 
And and players like you know Johnny Russell and Daniel Shallowy and Espinoza, uh, Espinoza. Uh, I mean, who got a red card uh, yeah. the other day? <laughs> um, but they call that, they don't call him Red Card Roger for no reason. Mm. That's not <laughs> it wasn't an accident uh, that name. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it, overall, it's just uh, I I don't know if this is a uh, who was the 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 DP they signed. Uh, Alan, oh, uh, um, what's his name? Alan, please uh, tell me his name. I forgot his name. Um, but he is injured, I believe, right? He's not playing? Yeah, he's not playing. Uh, so maybe, you know, a, a couple players coming back. Pulido. 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 Alan Pulido. Thank you, SKC. Um, maybe that is... He typed that out crying. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's like the, the thing that will, uh, you know, getting him back will, will help a lot. But, it, I mean, still defensively, you're like, what... what where where did this team come from? This is not what we're used to seeing. No, and you have to wonder. All right, DC United has a worse uh, worse points. Uh, they're at eighteen. SKC Sporting Kansas City is at twenty. But Rooney, you think they're going to get the Rooney bump? The oh DC. No, Sporting Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> the Rooney bump is yeah. that? It's no such thing. Yeah, there's a new manager bump. There's, there's always a new manager bump. I mean, NYCFC didn't get the new manager bump. Yeah, we did. It took, a, it took a game or two, but we're three wins in a row now. <laughs> it took about four games, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, if you, don't count the, uh, <laughs> if you don't count the Open Cup. Right, right, right. Uh, which we've already said no one should care about <laughs> until we're good at it. <laughs> so, um, okay. So, uh, actually, I, I wanted to just make sure um, we mentioned uh, the U.S. Women's National Team winning the CONCACAF Women's Championship. Absolute incredible drinking margaritas out of the trophy. Right, <laughs> defeating Canada, uh, which was big. Canada's looking like a strong uh, team. Yeah, I mean you, the the men and women. How the, crazy is right, that? The, the level the the level of quality between the U.S. Women's National Team and the Canadian uh, championship, uh, the the Canadian Women's champ, uh, Team. It's just the gap is just like really clearly closing. It seems to be closing with most teams, right? Europe has gotten stronger. A lot of the teams here in uh, the CONCACAF region have gotten stronger. Canada, though, poses a real threat because we play them so often. Right. And um, I, I, look, I think the last night's game was weird in that I don't know, like, Vlaco didn't make a, his first substitution until like the 87th minute. Bro, Vlaco was like, <laughs> burn him out. <laughs> I don't know what uh, what is the thinking behind that. It it seems when you look at the bench for the U.S. women, you're like, we stack, bro. This is a. I mean, it, it's wild how we went from the the, the World Cup in 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 France, mm-hmm. and and you saw you knew there was going to be some turnover, right? And but you know, clearly a couple of people will still be still stick around, but it's just like another a whole another eleven that bro. that could compete with the eleven that were on the bench. Then 100 percent training might be harder than most <laughs> of the competition that they have. It's pretty incredible. I, it, it seems like the, the, the thing now is to as far as preparing for what the roster is going to look like in the Women's World Cup next year is like mentality. Right. Some of the players are really young. Ashley Sanchez, Trinity Rodman, Ashley Hatch. I mean, Ashley Hatch is not that young. Not that young. but She's been young. around. But yeah, she's relatively She's not as senior. Yeah, but Mallory Pugh, Midge Purse. Right. Who the hell do you bring? This gonna be, uh, this gonna be some people so angry, bro. We should have an East Coast and West Coast team. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Alexa suggests civil war. Two countries. I didn't say North and South on purpose. <laughs> Two countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, pick your side. Okay. Um, you got the USA and the BUSA. 
<laughs> or if you're Mallory Pew, Pew essay. Oh, <laughs> Pew Pew. <laughs> <laughs> well, sadly, that's uh, that's you know the country do, does a little too much uh, Pew Pew. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we become we become dads. Is <laughs> he <laughs> cooling us, buddy? <laughs> okay. So, um, uh, but again, congrats. At least this was um, the, the, the first game in, the, in this tournament. Not, not to say that, that, you know, the U.S. women breezed through it. Or prior competition wasn't strong enough. But this was the, the, the but, most difficult one by yeah, far. Yeah, without a doubt. And, and it just clearly shows uh, Canada just they need to do a little bit more. As, as far as, like, getting those, those younger players to replace the older ones, uh, the U.S. just has a huge advantage there. I also just think that it's such a difficult. I mean, I can't. Unima- I can't imagine not making a sub until the 87th minute. But uh, it just goes to show just how strong this uh, this team is. Where you can make a sub at any minute and you don't lose a step. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty crazy. Also, shouts to uh, I don't know if you saw Kaylin Kyle must have had a bet. Yes, she with, played for the Bri- Canadian women's with team Brianna Scurry. with Brianna Scurry. Brianna Scurry made her wear the women's national, the U.S. <laughs> women's national team uh, shirt um, after they won, and she hit her face. So right. <laughs> the shame. Right. Uh, I, uh, Kaylin Kyle is Canadian, and she played for the Canadian. I said that. Oh, I yeah, didn't yeah, know that. yeah, yeah, yeah. She played for the Canadian team. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, clearly she was. If that just goes to show how strong this team is. She was pretty confident <laughs> enough to say, like, yeah, I'll wear women's national team. You ain't going to put that shirt on me, bro. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So, again, congrats. Uh, the, so, the U.S. women uh, qualify for the Women's World Cup and the Olympics uh, in 2020. A nice Cobra has a great question. Are there any men's teams that could field their, uh, their bench as well and compete? Um, the only one that I think hmm. is... The only the first uh, countries that come to mind France? are France and England. Yeah, in- England I also think could could feel another can compete as much as their first team, which is not that much. <laughs> no, I think they're a strong team. Um, yeah, I'd have to say that the probably the deepest are France and England right now. Yeah, I'm trying to think of any others. Maybe Germany. They got some of the young guys in that squad. Maybe Germany. Yeah, but I feel like the at at the bench it dips off pretty. Yeah, no, no, no. There's a, there's a dip, but they can still compete. Okay, all right. Yeah, maybe that's Who it. Who do you think? Oh well, Brazil. Oh yeah, Brazil without a doubt. How did we forget Brazil? How did <laughs> we forget we? Brazil? See, that's the funny thing. Like how strong Brazil is, yet Argentina is very top heavy. You know, right, right. Argentina, you get to the bench and you're like, "What? Who is this? <laughs> Who is this guy? R- River Plains <laughs> <laughs> practice squad on here?" <laughs> uh, okay, all right. So where uh, where to begin? Let's let's start today. Uh, well, we already started the show, but let's start <laughs> with. Uh, I want to talk about some uh, uh, the Heineken thirty minutes <laughs> rivalry week uh, concluded, and we, we you know we obviously saw a bunch of the games. Don't, ma- don't mention them sponsors; they didn't pay us no money, bro. <laughs> okay, Beineken rivalry. Week. <laughs> there you go. You're gonna have to guess who we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Hudson um, River Derby. We were we went to the game. It was, uh, it was, first of all, um, I'm, I'm a little bit of a career rant for a second. Go for it. An absolute failure by the Harrison Police Department, the New York Red Bulls traffic, whatever, control, whatever, the parking, whoever runs any of this. It was absolute mayhem. What are you, you've never had people want to go to a game before? <laughs> It was insane. We were in, what, 30 minutes of traffic, and then the cops just cut off the bridge, which is the only way to get in. 
It was bad. It was so dumb. I don't know who planned this. I don't know if this was done on purpose to try to keep NYCFC fans out of there. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But there were Rebel fans' families who were parking in the Ironbound section of Newark and walking because there was just no way. The bridge has one lane in going off the street and one lane in coming off of an exit. It just doesn't make any sense. It just it was absolute fail. We couldn't get in the game until what the thirty fifth minute. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. They uh, and a lot of people said the same thing that they you know w- when we got in to the stadium, there were still I, I would argue thousands of people still coming oh. into the stadium. Luckily, we had press passes, so we could get right in through the press pass. But in order to get into the media area, you would see like the uh, the gates. The gates were full of people waiting to get in in the thirtieth minute. Yeah, this was insane. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's as if it wasn't a big match. This and I remember this used to happen back in the day when they didn't have enough like path trains that were scheduled for it. People were complaining that the path didn't get in. People said you got to take the path. I completely understand. And normally we would either take the train or be super early. But we drove up from Baltimore. We literally got there maybe forty minutes before the match, thirty minutes before the match, yeah. and we couldn't get in for another hour. Yeah, that, I mean we were we. We're w- within uh, viewing distance of Rebel Arena. We could clearly see it right in front of us. But we could hear what's going on, we and we couldn't get in. We couldn't get over. Uh, the, I mean, basically, there's a there's a small river uh, around the stadium. It's not uh, a small river. Shouts to the very powerful Passaic River. <laughs> okay. All right. Used to be a resort, a resort river, and then it got contaminated. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, so there's there's uh, several uh, you know little bridges that you use to get to uh, to get What's to Rebel Why Arena. Why do you keep minimizing everything? The bridges are fine. They're just one lane each way. <laughs> they're <laughs> small bridge. It's not the GW, bro. It's bro. not an eight lane. High. Why you got? Why you a size queen <laughs> over here? <laughs> Damn, bro. Um, so yeah, only suspension bridges only for Christian. Everhart Creative says, say Christian was driving without saying that Christian was driving. I was not driving. No, uh, Alexis. I was driving. Ale- and you know me, I was busting maneuvers, bro. You're right. I was out here doing illegal work. At one point, <laughs> I was ready to go around everybody. And then I saw a cop and I was like, Skrr! <laughs> I no, wedged myself we in were, there. We were in a line to get on this bridge and uh, a cop just closed the bridge after waiting around bro, 20 minutes. We were edging our way in. Very nice. Very respectful. <laughs> you know, <laughs> really making the most of the building tension. <laughs> and then when we're like maybe four cars away from getting up on that exit ramp, the cop cuts us off. Yeah, dude. And he tells everyone to go around, which meant you had to go all the way around Route 21 and come around. And then I busted even more maneuvers. I should have gotten like seven, eight, nine tickets. Mm, I mean, uh, the, uh, you know, he got the, the scooter ticket, so it all. Bro. <laughs> the universe my, my bounced it out. scooter got towed. I, saw, I talked about this <laughs> right, earlier. Right, right, right. And so, then Christian was like, yeah, why don't we park here and walk? You'll walk half an hour. <laughs> I'm not going to get there in the 75th minute. Sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> Alexis is uh, anti-walking. I I'm know. not anti-walking. I'm anti-walking from here, where we were. <laughs> okay, so the uh, you know we got there uh, late. It was frustrating. A lot of people did. I don't know why, but you know what? The the game. Uh, I believe the, the the game was first of all it was packed. It, it was it was. You packed. had to wait till the second half, but it finally. It's just the the frustrating part is that there there has to be a better way. You know, like we need an infomercial yeah. on how to get into this uh, arena. And it's not people's fault. Look, there was a lot of people just casually showing up later. But they were being met with the same amount of traffic that people who showed up half an hour early were, yeah, yeah. whether you're walking or showing up at all. And I didn't see a lot of people le- uh, coming out of the path. So that tells me they probably didn't have enough path trains um, at the same time. But 
it was absolutely incredible. I mean, we had friends that were in the stadium that never go to soccer games. It was right, incredible. Right, right. I had the, the the staff from Ruby Rosa was there, which was absolutely incredible. Uh, shouts to Julio and Maria and the team. Um, I saw a lot of friends posting uh, pictures from being there, which was really cool. It was cool to see uh, DJ whatever who we did uh, the ICC tournament with in Charlotte was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the homie Mel D. Cole was there. It was so dope. It was great to see everyone. Obviously, we saw Tom, Tommy Bogert. You know what Tommy I mean? Scoops. Yo. Uh, he so, works at an ice cream shop. Uh, but uh, so we watched the first half uh, from from our phone, <laughs> from the, in from the, the car. car with me so, yelling. <laughs> so it was frustrating. Um, but watching that first half, you you really you, you kind of got the sense that that rebels were probably going to score. They were definitely the stronger team in that first half. Um, Their intensity is 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 another thing to watch. And I look, we only really I only see the Red Bulls live whenever they're playing NYCFC. So I don't know if they turn it up specifically for NYCFC, but you can see that they're built specifically to give teams like NYCFC problems yeah. that want to hold possession. If you if you park the bus or if you give them the ball, they don't know what to do with it. But if you want to keep possession, if you want to play out of the back slowly, they're built to give you problems. And they caused a few issues. Yes, they did. Uh, but they couldn't capitalize on them, which also shouts to, uh, you know, the, the NYCFC defense that sort of bent but not broke. And then in the second half, they took that kid out, Fernandez. Omir. Omir Fernandez. And they put in, um, what's his name? Uh, Powell, what's his name? Ooh, I don't know. Paul, I forget his name. They put this kid in, and that's when everything changed, not, bro. Not Klamala. No, 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 no. Before that. Who, uh, who are you talking I forget, about? I forget. Ba- Barlow. Tom Barlow. Bro, that's his actual name. We didn't know how to be. Uh, <laughs> they put in Tom Barlow. Barlow. And I'm not blaming. I'm not, I'm not blaming. I'm not blaming Barlow. Uh, great movie. Uh, you got to see it. I, I'm not blaming Barlow. Whatever the tactical change was when they put Barlow in, absolutely played into NYCFC's hand. But a goal still got scored off of a counter, which is not what you would really expect from NYCFC. But it just, it just goes to show how dangerous Dante Castellanos can be if you just give him just a little bit of space. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who was it? Uh, Sean Nealis that was marking him. Uh, but that pass from uh, Santiago uh, Rodriguez was, I mean, I mean world class. Santi, who made his fair, his fair share of mistakes. You know, a little uh, had some frustrating moments where he was open and hesitated or didn't take the shot as quickly as he should have or put the shot wide. And then all of a sudden, just one of the most beautiful crosses. I mean, not a cross. It was a a diagonal, a diagonal, but just so carefully just like went right around the defender. But but just get right under the ball. It looked like a like a. like an underhanded shot in tennis. You know what I mean? Just like a little lob. No, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You've never seen tennis? No. Underhand? I've sh- seen tennis, played it for a year or two, and I hated it. <laughs> but that's kind of what, what it- You want me to run suicides back and forth while I'm holding this racket? No, thank you. <laughs> um, but no, I- I- incredible. Um, I think, you know, uh, look, the, the NYCFC players uh, – were pretty ecstatic uh, over that win. Um, and it was then, a big one. The- it was the first win at Rebel Arena against as the away team against uh, New York Rebels in five years. Right. So 2017 was the last time. Uh, I remember that was the game Jack Harrison, uh, he scored in that game. Ben Sweat also scored in yeah, that game. And then if I'm not mistaken, that's when they took the uh, photo in the locker room, right? Possibly. I don't remember. It kind of looked like they – because that was uh, – wasn't that Patrick Vieira? That 2017, yeah, that would have been Vieira. Yeah, they took the picture in the locker room where they were like, 
looked like they'd won a trophy. Okay. Kind of bit him in the ass a little bit. <laughs> so, uh, but no, the so the 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 goal from uh, oh crap, sorry guys. Uh, I don't know why that happened. Oh, because I restarted. Um, because I restarted the thing. I set it up before. Anyway, okay. Uh, this was what what I was gonna show you. Um. <laughs> Let's just set it up here. Uh, we one of the things that uh, people are talking about in the chat is Tati Castellanos leaving. If this is his final act as an NYCFC player, then. Thank you. you right. know? Well, it, it was, and it wasn't true. We didn't know before the game if it was going to be his last game. At the game. end of the game, you could see. Yeah, I, I, or I would say we, right after the goal. If you saw uh, we, where we were sitting, we couldn't really see because the, the seats were kind of blocking our view. Mm. But he celebrated the goal. He also walked through the the Rebel subs. He, yeah. He, so he, he bumped into somebody. I forgot who it oh, was. Oh, I didn't see that. He, he bumped into somebody? Yeah, not that hard, but, like, he didn't have to walk through there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know when you know someone's coming a little bit close to you and you stiffen your shoulder yeah, up like yeah. that? So yeah. he walked through the subs, was celebrating. He did, let out. That, uh, man's been in a, that man's been in a train station at rush hour. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's a, let out, uh, let, let out a, a, a roar, and then... Um, and then he kind of uh, puts his hand, his his head to his hands, and it looks like he's like kind of getting emotional. And once I saw that, I'm like, all right, this this is probably his last game. And at the end of the match, Tom Tommy Scoops turns over and he says, "President of the of the, uh, the team is uh, or the director of football, uh, David Lee. Yeah, David Lee is uh, is giving him a big long hug." And I was like, "Damn, damn, bro." I mean, it, look, he goes don't leave. <laughs> no, baby, no, goes baby, out no, on a high. No. But th- th- one of the things I was thinking after seeing that goal, uh, not only that, but remember, the, he tried a bicycle kick. Uh, I mean, the dude. He wanted to go out with some highlights, man. <laughs> this guy. And not just in his hair. <laughs> uh, not only is he, uh, look, one of the best players NYCFC uh, has had in their short history. I would say he's the best player NYCFC's ever developed because he, he's been here since he was, what, 19? Something like that, yeah. He's been here five years, right? Um, has been five, Four or five years. He's, he's 23. Yeah, he's been here since he was a teenager. So, uh, but not only is he, uh, look, one of the best players NYCFC's ever developed, but as far as, like, this was this is what I was thinking when I saw uh, that goal, saw the bicycle kick, saw the, the intensity and the energy that we're used to seeing week in and week out. But is he one of the most clutch athletes New York City has ever had? Like, on, on the, like, Derek Jeter type clutch. It's got to be Derek Jeter, uh, Eli Manning. Right. I mean, we can go back There's, further and further. Our generation. Yeah, Frazier. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not going to go. Uh, Clyde Frazier. Uh, Willis Reed. We didn't see any of that. <laughs> right. But it's, it, it's, he's up there, man. Is he the best? Even like, I would say. Is he the best soccer player to, to play in New York? No, Thierry Henry. I mean, Pelé and all the other. As far as their production no, in New York, what did Thierry Henry do? He won two. And remember, is my favorite player of all time. <laughs> he won two. Supporter Shields, I don't think he was here for the third one. No, no. He, he uh, won two. Did he win two? I thought I he won he, one. I know he definitely won one. Yeah, some, somebody, uh, RBMY, please let In his time, someone said Babe Ruth. Bruh, how old do we, do we <laughs> look? Uh, <laughs> Eberhard Creative said, shouts to Eberhard Creative. He said the most clutch player to ever play in New York is Trey Young. Yo, he ain't welcome in the Bronx, bruh. Oh, oh Bradley Wright Phillips. Yeah, Bradley Wright Phillips probably... Has he had the best 
I'm, I'm, Soccer I, I, career in New York City Nick, alone. Nick Red is saying um, uh, comparing him to Derek Jeter is a bit much. I mean, it's just as far as scoring. It, uh, look, Derek Jeter did it more often across many more years. So yes, maybe it is a bit much, but definitely Dati being this consistent and scoring like the the goal throughout the playoffs last year was. He was, I mean, the, the you know, if he didn't get that red card uh, or that second yellow in um, against New England, uh, you know, I think we would even have a, a, like a, a stronger sort of uh, view and history uh, of his time here in New York City. But th- as far as scoring, like, just incredibly important goals, that goal that he scored was not an e- – it was a great ball. He hit the no, <laughs> that was – if I would have did that, it would have it flown straight up in the air. And also, you would have needed an EMT to come pick me I, up I off, the, off the pitch. the video of it because he, you can see him looking at the ball like a wide receiver, uh, you mm-hmm. know, a, a, about to catch a 50-yard you know, pass. And he's, he's literally licking his lips. Yeah, you know those – you know when the outfielder is running and they catch the ball with yeah. the back to, like, home plate? It was like that. Yeah, dude. Uh, and he hit – and, he, you know, he gets the uh, – he kicks the ball with the outside of his right foot. Um, and, and the, look, the goalkeeper had no idea where the ball would end up, but it was pretty so impressive. So this is a hell of an argument, and I want to know what you guys think. Let us know. Uh, tell us what you think because BWP did – I think he equaled the, the, the scoring record, right? I believe he equaled 27 at the time was the scoring record. Okay. I don't think he beat it, but also he was trash in the playoffs, couldn't score in the playoffs. Dante Castellanos, pretty great in the playoffs. Right. Right. I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm Andy won MLS Cup. Not here to trash BWP. No, no, no. I'm giving is. respect to BWP. You have to ask what is what is the equivalent? Is it just how great he was in regular season? You got to give that to BWP. Without a doubt. Is it including the fact that he won MLS Cup? You got to give that point yeah. to Dante Castellanos. So who would it be? Regardless of who, who you you know what your affiliation is, club wise, as players, who's better? Clutch. Clutch. Because I, I, I would argue... I said, is he the best... During his time, did he have the best soccer career in New York? I mean, you can't say Pele. Pele was playing against, you know, high school teachers. <laughs> Pele was waiters. Play- <laughs> this guy's ripping up waiters <laughs> at 35 years old. Um, so, yeah, it, it was something I was... Uh, yeah, see, uh, a nice cold Bruce had clutch and better are way different things. I agree. That too. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm trying to adjust because clutch is... Clutch is tough, but is that does does how clutch he is can make him have the best soccer career in New York? I, I would say no because the body of work uh, and you know if you compare MLS careers, let's say between BWP and Tati, I would, if this I was would Europe, say, I'd agree with you. But playoffs and, and MLS Cup okay. run is important. So we disagree. That's all. It's, By it's the way, shouts to Don Fredo who said, "Yo, Babe Ruth could never score that goal." <laughs> Yo, that's facts. <laughs> Thank you, okay? Someone's spitting facts in the chat. <laughs> we appreciate the the wholehearted agreement with us. Here's right? Nick Red. Nick Red, a massive uh, Rebel fan. He said, even as a Rebels fan, thought they came through in the clutch and BWP didn't. Yeah. That's important. That's how Tali said. The most clutch element is that extra small pitch. Hey, listen, advantages it, are advantages. It can't, is it an advantage? Of, look, this, this was a thing. Um, I, I forgot to talk about it last week, but the, the game against the Revs, um, Matt Polster, mm-hmm. uh, he, he had quote tweeted, 
I, it might have been either Glenn Crooks or Roberto Abramovitz uh, or so, somebody uh, just about that game because I believe it was Roberto Abramovitz. Right. So um, he was complaining about the pitch and the size of Roberto the was defending the pitch. Matt Polster said, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> he, literally he said, if you stand in the center circle and look at one goal and you spin 180, you're not facing the other goal. That's what he said, which I d- that doesn't feel accurate. I don't think he's lying. I mean, he's a, he's been on the pitch. You know that stuff. You know that stuff they sniff before they run on the pitch. Yeah, I think he was on that <laughs> when he was spinning one eighty on the pitch. Make sense. I mean, the, the 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 goals are not misaligned. The the field itself is not. Uh, you know, it is technically at an angle. Um, so maybe the, your, your orientation of like the because st- the the stands behind it are off. Yeah, yeah. So I can see that it might be weird, but it's it, it's a it's to me it's a weird thing to uh, to complain about. I mean, at this point, enough teams have played there. Um, I'm looking at it. This doesn't look off to me, right? You want to pull it up so people could see? Sure. I mean, it's a such a it's such a strange uh, complaint at this point. I mean, on top of that, NYCFC are also winning at other team stadiums. Yeah, it's not like they're not doing. We it didn't at win all. MLS Cup in Yankee <laughs> Stadium. We wanted a different baseball stadium. So I don't really understand this complaint anymore. Uh, okay. It is small, but it's no no different than White Hart Lane was. I believe Craven Cottage also. It's the same size pitch. Yeah, that's uh And by the way, you know, officials walk the pitch beforehand. Other coaches walk the pitch beforehand. They measure, other teams have measured the pitch. It stands up. There's been international friendlies played on this pitch. Right. Yeah, you can you can see it here. I don't under I I mean it seems fine to me. <laughs> Look, clearly there's a bias, but it, 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 is there maybe an overhead? I don't know. You can look for it. Anyway, uh, it's just just a, a strange complaint at this point. Anyway, the the the, the main thing uh, I wanted to uh, and Matt Poster's the homie. <laughs> okay, all love. Um, but the the one thing I want to talk about. So Tati Castellanos, the the news after um, after the game is that he is going to be leaving. Well, um, this explains all the hugging, right? Um, uh, you can see here, Taylor Twelman had retweeted uh, a tweet from uh, Jaime Ojeda. Ojeda. Uh, and essentially saying that they're going to, CFG is going to pur- purchase the contract um, uh, and, and send him and loan him to uh, Girona in La Liga. Now, uh, your, your first thoughts when you heard uh, this news. What the hell took so long? This is a part of the whole CFG, you know, family is that you would imagine players could develop in some of the smaller leagues with without a question NYCFC even though they're growing a little bit smaller than La Liga right you would figure that they would develop pretty quickly and a player of his ilk you would kind of especially after the season he had last year you'd probably want them to transfer right away to one of your European clubs like Idona uh, where you know one he'd probably be very comfortable because they speak Spanish and two where he would be able to develop even further you could see how far you can take this guy I don't understand the desire to want to sell a player like Tati Castellanos when he's clearly good enough for what I would consider your mid-level uh, club you know a little bit bigger than uh, the Japanese club maybe uh, bigger than than Torque where he came from or Montevideo City Torque uh, you want to move him up the ranks I don't understand why wait 
Uh, so you, you, the way you see it is like just keep them under the umbrella and just give yeah. them a promotion. See, like the Jack Harrison treatment, you know? Right, but he ended up, they did end up selling him. Hold on, but now you loan him out, right? You see how good he is. Maybe he doesn't hit the level where you think we need this type of player right now. Jack Harrison, clearly very good. He's done incredibly well at, at Leeds. He may not be able to slide right into a starting uh, position at, uh, at uh, Manchester City. So what do you do? You sell him or you, you strike a deal so that the, the team that's loaned him could buy him. That's exactly what you should be doing. Right, right. You bring him into Hidona, maybe, uh, you know, I don't know, Che or Real Betis says, yo, this is the type of player we want. All right, well, now you're making money. Okay. So, I mean, as far as the things that Tati has said that he's wanted, uh, SKC Fan TV uh, said it there, uh, that he wants to play for Argentina. So, I mean, he's going to uh, – Argentina has no MLS players uh, on their national team. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think his thought is if because I'm in MLS, I'm never going to get a real opportunity to play. So this – you know, that he wanted – But he's also shown he is of extremely high quality in MLS, which – Anyone who reaches the pinnacles he has, unless they're towards the end of their career, deserves an opportunity at a higher at a higher level. So if he wants to play in Argentina, he's showing he has the quality to compete for that position. I don't know how far he's going to get, you know, if he wants to play for Argentina, but he deserves to be in a in a, he deserves to move up. He's done everything he could for MLS. If you're if you're or for NYCFC, if you're NYCFC, you say, you know what, we brought you in. You were young. You developed Golden Boot winner. You won us MLS Cup, move on. It's respect. Out of respect, you move on. And I think he's also twenty three. If you wait another year or two, you start to say like, "Oh, they must not be good enough." Right, right. Uh, I, I think the you know I think he he handled this very very professionally because mm-hmm. he didn't have to resign with the team um, when his contract was up, and he he did do that under the promise of like, "Look, if this works out well, please, I want to move on t- uh, to Europe." He's been very honest uh, about that, and but but credit to him because he not only has been honest about that, but he's also not been disgruntled with the fact that they didn't sell him in the offseason. He hasn't been a nuisance. He hasn't been a, a a locker room cancer, so to speak. Yeah, he's just done his job. Super professional. Uh, Kept them moving. Uh, you know, they wanted him for Champions League, for CONCACAF Champions League, because they thought they would have a, a really strong shot. And, you know... You know, if Maxi Morales doesn't get uh, his, you know, doesn't break a rib in training, you know, that game against Seattle probably goes very, very differently. Those two bro, matches against we Seattle. Need to, I love Moxie, but we got to replace him, bro. He's getting up there in he's age. Up there. He's, uh, this might, uh, I feel like this might be his last year he's or maybe next gray. year. He's, he's starting to get gray hair. I mean, he was he was getting gray hair 15 years ago, bro. Stress, bro. <laughs> you know why? He didn't use conditioner. That's the problem. Uh, <laughs> So, um, uh, Thomas uh, says, true, maybe he transfers somewhere else in a year or two to a bigger La Liga team, which I think is... Or maybe that's his level, and then he goes and moves back to South America. Plays at River, which we're interested in what? him, or maybe Palmeiras. He, want, he wants to uh, test himself in, uh, in, a, in a tougher league, in a higher league. So, that's... I, I, think, I think that's the... If, if, if MLS is going to say we're a selling league, you have to sell these types of players. You have to let them move on. Right. And also, you need to use these opportunities to show the younger players, if you play well, if you win the Golden Boot, if you win MVP or, you know, you're rated high in MVP voting, if you win us MLS Cup, if you give us your all and you're professional, we will help you move to Europe. That's every team in MLS should be striving to, to, to be that, that springboard for now. And hopefully, you know, in the future, you can move away from that. 
Right. Um, and if uh, I don't know if, if people remember this, but we did do uh, we filmed a segment with uh, Tati Castellanos and and NYC for NYCFC. Uh, where he gave us a, a Rabona masterclass. In Gucci sneaks, bro. <laughs> bro. Um, so this you, dude been ready for Europe, bro. <laughs> if you haven't, uh, look, uh, look, just look up Rabona and the Cooligans uh, on YouTube, and, and you'll definitely find it. But uh, it was a great uh, time. A great long dude. hair, long hair Christian, yeah, bro. Yeah, dude, I had the man bun. Bro. Um, but if, Should uh, I get my hair like, like Dante Castellanos with the V at the back? Yo. Should I? Dude, get the tattoo on your neck and everything. Bro, you think I won't? <laughs> you think, and then can I live with you when my wife divorces me for showing up with uh, David Beckham's 30-year-old tattoo on the back of my neck? Uh, so go check that out if you haven't yet, man. So, look, overall, I'm just, I just want to you know, definitely say, like, uh, Tati Castellanos has just been an incredible. You'll be missed. Uh, yeah, without a doubt. Just what an incredible player for NYCFC. It's just it, it's it's the, what the the level of uh, of just uh, professionalism and gameplay and just huge moments that he's that he's provided for NYCFC fans is really really incredible. So it's just uh, awesome to the fact that we got to uh, just know this dude on a personal level even is uh, is really really dope as well. Yeah, um, and we got to hang out with him after MLS Cup, which was really really dope. Right, right. Good I put too. my arm around him and I said, Hey man, I know you're leaving but thank you for everything you did. And he goes, you're welcome. So he was like ready to go. He was ready to go after MLS Cup. So it's great to see. Uh, do you think uh, NYCFC have uh, a replacement? you think a bear uh, can I think, be? I think so, man. I think, look, he, it, a lot is going to be asked of him, and he's not, you know, doesn't. There's no put, equivalent yeah, on, he on the team. Yeah, like that. He doesn't He's not doing bicycle kicks. No, uh, but he did have that back heel, uh, you know, nutmeg of uh, Louis Robles. Uh, Louis Ro- who, who had, um, you know, it was a, a bummer, I guess, for a Red Bull fan. Where they they honored Chester Louis, who's been always L- cool Louis with us, bro, uh, awesome dude. Um, uh, but yeah, man, it was nice to see they, that they, you they, had to celebrate your uh, hell, were, the Hall of Legends, Hall of Legends, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, Legends yeah. Row, Legends Row, Legends Row at Red Bull Arena, and they had, they did this. You know, they did a whole ceremony and they put up a, a stage after the game, which you know, obviously the Rebels did not win. So just like a. I, I was saying, Alex and I were debating this. They should do this before the game. They should do it before the match. You can't do it at halftime because it'll mess up the pitch. Right. At least that's probably why you don't do it before the before the game. But you kind of you maybe don't do it in the middle of the pitch. Maybe have them stand off to the side, yeah, just, amongst the supporters. The risk is too high. Why do this after the game? Create a little bit of a you know. <laughs> okay. Um, By I, the way, shouts to Luke Sturgio who says Alexis should get a tram stamp of a New York slice. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the tattoo. I don't have a tattoo. We should get tattoos on the show. We should get tattoos on the show. Look, yeah, of all, uh, Alexis will will come up with ideas where he just has to sit down and do nothing. He won't ever. <laughs> what do you mean do nothing? <laughs> I gotta go the whole time. <laughs> um, okay, who who knows? Um, I, I mean, I, I feel like your wife will be will not upset. not be a fan anyway. Very upset. Um, Pizza slice teardrop. That is fire. Shouts to Thomas, nineteen oh six four. All right, yeah, let's go. Writing a tattoo on your face. Uh, she'll be a huge fan. Um, uh, a couple other things I want to talk about. Uh, Toronto FC. We got to talk about Bernadette. Ski. Yeah, <laughs> what? I don't know what you said. About I that. don't know either. <laughs> uh, so yes, uh, Federico Bernadeschi uh, joined uh, Toronto FC. Um, you know, we, we by now we should have already seen uh, Insigne play, but he has like a, I think a calf injury that he's mm-hmm. recovering from. So we probably will end up seeing both of them play at the same time. The one, this is the the one thing I want to talk about in regards to Toronto. Will Insigne? And, and Bernadeschi are huge uh, players, without a doubt. They also Toronto just got Bernadeschi is 
28 years old. This is massive. Yeah, they uh, they also got um, Mark Anthony K. Right. Um, will so Toronto have been bad. Let's not. I mean, it, it's it's not good what's no. going on in in Toronto. And Bob Bradley was supposed. They're to not SKC bad, but they're bad. <laughs> uh, Bob Bradley was brought in to to write this ship, but with well, now with these three new signings, how long before? Uh, like how long of a leash does Bob Bradley have? Because I I don't think I he think can this resets the clock. You think so? Cause yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't think he can lose. If he loses another, let's say, I don't know, four games with these players, I think they're done. I think he's. Uh, I think they're looking for somebody else. I think you have to see how they play. If they play well, but it's too much of a of a hole to dig out of. I, I mean, can you imagine them not making the playoffs with these players? I know, right? I mean, it, but they they're coming in the middle of the season. They they'll really have to fix a lot. Um, they have 19, uh, 19 games played? No, 19 points. 19 Eesh. points. Eesh. Maybe, Not- actually, they are worse than SKC. <laughs> I take that back, SKC fan TV. And uh, games played, 21. It's a, bit, it's a bit concerning because, you know. They- 0.9 points per game. That is not good. That's worse than a draw. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I I don't know how long. Sporting Kansas City beats them by point oh one points per game. <laughs> I I I wonder how long uh, Bob Bradley has if the team keeps losing games. You they, can't you can't fire him halfway through. You got to give him to the end of the season. Really? Because he didn't get this. He didn't get all of his players in yet. Okay. It's the same thing that happened with uh, Arteta. You got to give them time. Once he has the full squad in, you got to see how they're playing. If he starts to manage. This full squad, and it's not looking good. Like, not as bad as uh, Bernadeschi's suit that he wore. Uh, <laughs> but, like, bad. If it's looking bad, you got to boot him. Right. This is uh, Bernadeschi uh, with his, with the, at the uh, announcement. And, uh, I mean, the energy is wild. One, two, three. All for one! <laughs> Love it. That will haunt me <laughs> in my sleep. I also love the wine, two, three. Just beautiful. No, you love the confidence. Uh, the confidence to, to wear, is this linen <laughs> and no shirt underneath? He looks like he's also going commando. Bro, bro. <laughs> he looks like he got bought by Napoli, not by... Bro, this is Toronto, my G. You might want to suit up a little bit. <laughs> okay. This ain't a summer home. Uh, <laughs> ain't no beachfront <laughs> property. Uh, Jake just said, all for Juan. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I know Juan, bro. <laughs> um, the Nick Red said, I haven't seen that suit since watching Miami Vice in the 80s. Um, <laughs> bro, he did look that way, bro. <laughs> Omar Ramirez said, Caden Clark got moved to the second team. Rumors are that he's leaving. I wonder where he's going. Oh, that's interesting, right? I, th- there's also that rumor that he he, he could represent Mexico. Uh, he's already had, has, he already has a U.S. Cow- his brother, I think, is the one. that Yeah, his brother can make the switch. I can make the switch or whatever. Um, the These two said, my G out here trying to be the 13th disciple. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Italians think it's too hot here in the summer, though. I mean, of course they do. They also probably, you know, Dude, make fun of the food. I was just in Italy during summer. It is insanely hot there. Why? There's no. I think it's more humid here. Uh, it is. Uh, yeah, I guess so. the humidity. That's about it. But it, it was it was 91, 92 degrees Fahrenheit out in Italy, bro. It, it, it's no joke. By the way, shouts to all of our London family who are not in the chat because you're probably nowhere near a computer. You're probably going seaside <laughs> and maybe trying to get splashed on, maybe dipping in the River Thames. It's 102 <laughs> degrees in yeah, London. Look at that. A, a city without air conditioning. 
Bro, I mean, that's on them. Damn, son. Y'all need to step your game up. <laughs> your tutors don't come with no uh, <laughs> Harry Potter ain't got a spell for a gust of wind. Thomas uh, said Chiellini don't like it in regards to the heat. Uh, he did make a comment about because his first game uh, he started against Nashville. And one of his, his lungs were feeling it. <laughs> he was like, Nashville's too hot. What did I tell you? I, yeah, everybody. We, we did the same thing. We said, like, yo, the weather is going to be a big concern for an older player like Chiellini. He's a center back. We're not used to seeing traveling weather. Center backs uh, come through uh, out here. And everybody was like, no, he the play he's played against uh, unbelievable talent in Europe. And, and we're not talking about the talent he's playing mm. against. It's like if it's if it's it, it, I think it, it felt like Tell me to go play in London right now. <laughs> Apparently it was like 95, but felt like 102 with the humidity or something right. like that in Nashville. Bro, it looked like a wet T-shirt contest at the beginning of the game, bro. <laughs> okay, I'm glad. I'm just glad LAFC doesn't wear white shirts, bro. Bro, we be seeing too much. <laughs> Bernadeski up in here, bro. Damn, bro, Chiellini, put him on the glass, dog. <laughs> Kirby, Kirby D said, "You're a weak. Y'all can't handle it. Y'all ain't built for this." <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that was uh, something he was concerned about, and, and that's a, a, a common thing. He played, uh, I think, sixty something minutes, mm-hmm. and uh, and also Gareth Bale uh, went into this game and in, had a little uh, bit of a back heel, and that's all he. <laughs> it was nice to see everyone trying to give him the ball, though. Yeah. At the end of the match, they were like, come on, do something. <laughs> Get the fans going crazy. Okay. Yeah, right? He's going to go on social media. Do something. Um, he, uh, you know, so he looked all right. And then, uh, but it, it, uh, uh, Chicho Arango scored the uh, the first goal in this game. And the, that, that, the rumor, because they still have a, a designated player spot, the rumor is that they're going to sell uh, Arango uh, to, you know, re- replace him or just bring in somebody else. But the, with the way this dude is scoring, and LAFC, I believe, are leading in supporter shield, or is it still Austin? I believe it's still LAFC. Um, just it is unbelievable to get rid of this dude. I mean, like it doesn't matter what um, player you might bring in, or, or I mean, uh, look, unless it's an absolute superstar, guaranteed superstar, you know, it's going to get you goals. But Chicho Arango has been incredibly impressive. It, it would be. To me, such a mistake uh, uh, to get rid of him. I, Absolutely. I, yeah. Also, shouts to uh, who's the dude on Columbus Crew from uh, Wolves? Gucho. Gucho. Hernandez. Killing it, bro. What a what a purchase. <laughs> just, that might be the transfer of the season. He just came through and he was just like, "All right, nothing but highlights." This dude, yeah. He scored that banger against DC yeah. United. Uh, he scored against Cincinnati. Uh, just yeah, it's clearly working. Now we gotta we gotta uh, uh, you know reach out to uh, the homie Derek Etienne and be like, "Yo, what's?" Yeah, man. You, you trying to get some assists with, uh, uh, <laughs> with this Just dude? feed it to him, bro. The kid eats. Uh, so yeah, impressive, uh, impressive stuff. So the, the, the there was another thing. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, Austin played against Houston or Dallas. I don't remember who they played, but they had the, the Copa Tejas. Uh, no, I didn't see this. So they apparently there was some controversy to some degree, but they 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 won the, the, the you know, whatever, the Texas Derby. And they got the trophy, but they... No, they, but aren't they doing the Houston versus Dallas versus um, Austin? Yeah. Whoever has the most points yeah, like yeah. the Cascadia so Cup. So, so they won it. Uh, so Austin uh, won it. Uh-huh. And they celebrated with the trophy like in the parking lot or something like that. Or like somewhere. Not like basically outside and not inside the stadium. And I, I, for, I think fans celebrated with them. Some people were like... This shouldn't be. You shouldn't do this outside. You should celebrate, like, because it's literally just like people filming with their phones and not like a proper thing, like on the pitch with the trophy and so on I and mean, so forth. And now we're nitpicking, <laughs> but no, but uh, but congrats. Uh, uh, it's just really Austin FC. Kirby said that was Dallas. 
That was in Dallas. It was in Dallas. It was in Dallas. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the fact that Austin is, uh, they are four, yeah, they're second in supporter shield, uh, stand. Bro, they look good. It's, it's really, juicy, man. It's really incredible. I mean, uh, from, uh, you know, from seeing them last year and how many goals did they give up last year? Like 70. Something? Well, you saw them live. I saw them live and there were no goals in that game. Yeah. Um, which but, sucks. Cause they have that like really cool thing that every photographer, every team photographer hates where they shut off all the lights and they turn on the green lights. Right. Right. And just, uh, after a goal, but you didn't even get to see it. I did not get to see it. I mean, I think at the end of the game, they may have done it or something like that. Like, here's what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you remember at the end of that match, they had the Luis Robles, uh, testimony. <laughs> the- <laughs> 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 every loss, this kid's going to get up on stage. <laughs> so to cheer about up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, no, but Austin has uh, just the the turnaround, which it, it makes it seem like smart MLS players. Though they got what uh, Fagundes. Fagundes, where is it? I mean, where he, was this? He couldn't kid? get minutes at, uh, at the towards New the England Revolution towards the end. Towards the end, but well, Bruce, I don't think rated him. And and uh, Wolf Friedel, was like, I got you. Friedel, Friedel didn't rate he him. He was at there all. for a cup of tea. Who cares? <laughs> but he Friedel didn't rate me either. He told me to run <laughs> to run sprints. Bro, has been spectacular. Incredible. Ring, uh, all these guys are just. You know what? I also think it settled for Gundes a bit. He kind of had that Tate Castellanos thing of like he was getting looked at by a lot of European clubs mm-hmm. early on. Didn't make them remember he went and played for Uruguay as like a teenager. He's been with the team. He was with New England Revolution. He was like 17. Right, right. And then remember like European clubs were talking about possibly buying him and it never happened. There was a, like he seemed unsettled in, in New England. I, now that he got moved to Austin, he's like, all right, this is my level. Fine. Watch what I do. Yeah. You know, uh, so he's what, how old is Fagundes? He's still pretty 25? young. 25, 27. This is it. Young man. Um, no, this is his peak. Great to see. Great to see him succeed, man. Um, the uh, oh, there was another thing I was going to bring up real quick. Um, who else? Uh, the, uh, uh, Minnesota. Did you see this play? No. This, this was from uh, Reynoso. Let me shut this up. You hit the karate uh, kick on him. <laughs> Amarilla. This, this pass is incredible. I've, I don't think I've ever seen anyone. I've, well, usually it's usually like a. Uh, a it's pass. a slot on. Yeah, yeah. But this, but to lead directly to a goal. Are they seeing this? They're seeing For those this. of you not watching, he kind of did like a, like kind of like a, almost like a back kick. Right? Yeah. Like he kicked it behind him. Yeah, but with the bottom of his foot. Yeah, like if Jackie Chan did this in a movie, <laughs> it would have been the guy holding a gun behind him who got killed. Does this make sense? No. Almost like he roundhoused it. No, so uh, impressive stuff. I mean, uh, th- th- this was against uh, D.C. or Vancouver. I don't. I can't remember who they scored on. Um, Speaking of Vancouver, shouts to Julian Gressel, who has a podcast, and he is not holding back on it. <laughs> yeah, shouts got, to Z Soccer Podcast, Z's right? Z Soccer Podcast. Yeah, we got to talk about that. Julian Gressel traded to uh, Vancouver Whitecaps from D.C. United. And he was angry about how he found out. He said, I was wearing uh, I was wearing D.C. United training gear at the time. <laughs> so uh, Stephen Goff uh, had tweeted out that, um, uh, what was it, that Julian Gressel got traded. Right. And uh, Julian Gressel uh, retweeted Stephen Goff's tweet saying uh i'm glad uh basically i'm glad you found out uh, two minutes two after minutes, i did two minutes uh, uh after i did so 
uh, I feel, look, Julian Gressel, uh, the homie man. He was. Uh, we always are grateful for him. He was the first yeah. player um, who did a, a, a live show that wasn't in New York. Um, we went to Atlanta. Uh, we w- we were there for the Red Clay Comedy Festival, and Julian Gressel uh, had agreed to do the show. And we had an absolute blast. One of the like one of our best experiences ever uh, being in, involved in anything Cooligans related. And uh, so we've always like stayed in touch with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's been the homie ever been since. A very, very sincere, genuine guy. You know about uh, you know going to Atlanta. Um, he's very open, and which I love. He's yeah. very open and very public about Me- his feelings towards things that happen in the league. Meeting his wife, uh, yeah. kind of uh, having a, a kid, building a family, and and then he bought his first home in DC. And and he got and he just got traded and he had no idea what was gonna happen and, and he did an article uh, he was interviewed in the Athletic and he was really you know he he went off and kind of just said like yo uh, he hit the click clack before he, <laughs> he got basically on. said like yo DC they don't know what they're doing they need to find some identity some direction and I just don't understand how whatever the identity and direction that they're going to go in doesn't involve Julian Gressel. He's just such a – he's a good player. He's a good dude. Well, supposedly he was, he was being played as a wingback, which is not Rooney's system. Yeah. But part of me believes that, that possibly they didn't get along, Rooney and this guy, because he's – Rooney's not even in the plane yet. They <laughs> <laughs> got headed to D.C., uh, and he's already getting, uh, getting uh, uh, traded. And – it's right before he plays Bayern Munich, which, you know, he's a German guy. Yeah, you that, figure. that's what hurts, too, man. Uh, yeah, D.C. United have a friendly against Bayern Munich, and they trade him right before. Trade him after. Yeah, trade let the kid play <laughs> against Bayern. Dude, that would have been so Goff, schedule the tweak. He's, he's literally still on all the promotional flyers yeah. for this game, and and he's not even in it. Uh, it's just so disappointing, and, and, and it, uh, it kind of shows – um, Imagine Christian trades me right before we interview the Cuban national team. <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> the guy who invented pizza. Oh, know? man. <laughs> Alexis. How could I interview myself? <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, yeah, just uh, overall, you, you feel bad. And look, he, he, you know, he has to do, you know, he obviously, it, it, I'm sure he's happy to uh, go to Vancouver. And, and Vancouver's a great city, by the way. So it's not like. Um, it, yeah, it, no, no. It's a great city to be in, but you know, yeah, the kid just, probably he, doesn't want to play there. He, he, he bought a home, you know. I mean, look, it, 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 the, Vancouver is a bet, uh, currently a better project than, than DC. DC United. Like that, it just that it is how, but how to, it is right now. To the point you made, you look two things as a, as a as a professional athlete, you you never really settled. You know what I mean? You never really make a home, sure, because you never know what's going to happen. It's not your choice uh, whether you go anywhere. Uh, <laughs> Nick, uh, Nick Red said, like Alexis trading Christian right before interviewing a diet doctor. That's, I think, your wife. <laughs> I mean, a, a dietitian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah, yeah. nutritionist? Sounds like you're about, you, you didn't finish Diet Dr. Pepper. Pepper, bro. <laughs> Ew. Very, uh, very right wing uh, drink now. Um, but uh, you can never really make a home. So you kind of understand. I know he... You know, I'm sure he knows this comes with the territory. This isn't a new thing being traded, especially after buying a home and whatnot. But it does suck to be at a to to find out rather abruptly, and then as soon as you turn your phone on, it's already being tweeted out. Yeah, there is there is something uncomfortable about about that. It's not necessarily bad. It's not a bad look. I don't think there's anything nefarious. It's probably very common, but I'm sure it sucks. Yeah, yeah, you feel bad. I mean, uh, uh, on, fu- on Football Americas, uh, Sebi Salazar, uh, who, you know, is obviously a D.C. United fan, and he, he always, uh, you know, has a lot to say about the team. And he kind of uh, 
Uh, so the, uh, Audi Field is finally getting. Uh, they're finally finishing Audi Field. They're putting the. They're finishing the roof. They didn't. You know, it's been already there what four years, five yeah. years, and they have not finished the roof. Uh, and they finally are, are inve- they're doing it over over the winter. They're using all that tan that they got <laughs> from, uh, it, from Julian Gressel. It's apparently it, it's like a, something between ten and fourteen million dollars to finish to Jeez. finish the stadium. And he you know he threw some shots at that at the ownership and basically said like that this is this shows where DC United's prop, uh, uh, priorities are where they 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 built a so he said they built a sports book before. They finished the roof, <laughs> which, <laughs> which it, it also points out. Remember, the, the, they had the issue with the roof. Remember, a piece of it fell and injured uh, uh, reporter. A, a reporter, yeah, uh, who's who's still, um, I believe, dealing with some, uh, you know, uh, long-term kind of. Uh, I believe there was a lawsuit. That, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying, it's it just there is a there is something to be said. You know, maybe maybe uh, um, Julian Gressel maybe got out of a situation like that. Could be getting worse. I, I hope Wayne Rooney can turn things around. We've we've been out of field. Obviously, uh, uh, you know they, they've been super welcoming. We did a show there. We also found out from a friend of mine whose friend supposedly worked on the architecture team that the way the stadium was designed, it was built incorrectly, which is why the sun. Remember, like the sun yeah, blinds yeah. the TV certain, cameras. Certain times of the day, yeah. That's why the team can't play at certain times. It wasn't built in the. It was designed differently than the way it was. I guess the foundation was poured. I, I mean, it just seems like very. There's a lot going. Look, lot going on in DC. Turn the stadium like Yankee Stadium. Yeah, That way, Matt Polster would be upset about it. Bro, if you look this way, you can't even see because of the sun. <laughs> and Ice Cold Bruce said, "An unserious franchise." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, Jesse L. Jim said, uh, "But will they invest in parking?" Oh, that's right. They isn't, don't want parking. Isn't parking parking at like Audi Field is something like sixty dollars? They something. don't want parking. They want people to take public transportation. Wow. I think that was part of the agreement with um, with the city when they got the the space okay. and Buzzer Point. Also, someone tweeted this. We experienced this in Germany. I think it was Nigerian Scams who tweeted this. I'm not sure, but every sports ticket should come with a free public transportation pass. The ticket itself should count as like a free bus or train pass uh, to get to the stadium. Right, right. It wasn't Scam that tweeted it, but I, I know who you're talking. I know what you're saying. I, we when we were in Germany, your game ticket is your train ticket to get to the stadium. Fifty plus one, bro. Bro, genius. I don't understand how cities don't do this, especially cities where no one really uses public transportation. They have some say, bro. Now, now you got a way for people to use it. Did you see the um, Nashville SC uh, supporters group? They they put out a, a tweet basically. Uh, basically calling out the the front office uh, apparently the Nashville LC front office won't um agree to a meeting with the uh, the supporters group like like a you know right like seasonal meetings uh to just talk about things in regards to like fan really? engagement and stuff like that so they uh so some people are kind of criticizing them because I mean, I'm I'm pra- paraphrasing I don't have it in front of me so apologies if I get anything uh wrong here but uh, some people, some people are criticizing the Nashville supporters for or, or the supporter group for doing this because they the the things that they have asked for are like something like you know discussing parking um, discounts to uh, uh, to the people that are in the supporters group like like re- typical I, uh, things typical things but people are are sort of uh, kind of making fun of them for calling putting Nashville SC on blast 
for like two dollar discounts on a beer. You know what I mean? Like that's what kind of like they're teasing them about. Uh, but it is pretty common practice it that if you're a season common. ticket holder or supporter, right, right. you get a little bit of a discount, right? Or at least, oh, there, there should be that that dialogue uh, should be. There, I mean, I I don't really know of any club that doesn't meet with their supporters at all. It, it just it just seems counterproductive. I don't understand why that would even be the case. Thomas nineteen oh six four said, "Last time I went to D.C. early, I parked on the street literally next to the stadium, then just took the metro into town." And I'm gonna get, and I'm guessing you took the metro back to the stadium. Uh, I don't know. Yusuf uh, Yusuf Ricard said. Uh, Everyone should pull up on lime scooters to the stadium. Let's gang, go. Gang. <laughs> Let's go. Siri Brown said in Montana they should have free horse parking. <laughs> that is. <laughs> All right. You are two steps ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Park next to the feed, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, a, it's kind of like a, a electric vehicle charging station. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> you got a whole lot of hay, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Uh, so uh, what's left? Anything else we should make if sure? If there's anything we forgot, yeah. Uh, oh, let us- oh, we mentioned Nashville. Shaq Moore uh, is going to be right. go, uh, signing with. There's another uh, men's national team player who's coming back into the league that I can't remember. But Shaq Moore coming back into the league. Look, a lot. Of- oh, and also, uh, it was, um, what's his name? Zach Steffen got loaned to Middlesbrough. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah so yeah, that. and even the Middlesbrough manager said, "Look, it's no secret he needs uh, he needs uh, time before the World Cup. Mm. Put it out there, baby. That's why we're doing this loan. <laughs> Ain't nobody want to be Middlesbrough. <laughs> I mean, that's why Gareth Bale's here, right? Yeah, he's not preparing for golf. He's preparing for the World Cup. That's right. Um, but yeah, Shaq Moore uh, will be joining Nashville SC. Uh, Shaq Moore is a right back or left back? Right back. It's a great question. Left back." He's a left back. I believe so. Okay. I'm uh, confused now. I'm just, I don't remember what position he plays. The word is back. He doesn't play for the U.S. Uh, too, too often. Uh, so please, someone correct me if, uh, if I'm wrong about it. Matthew him. Hoppy is the name I was thinking of, and it's still a rumor. It's not official yet. Thank you, Youssef, yeah, yeah. Uh, for remembering. Matthew Hoppe, Hoppy, uh, rumored to be coming back into the league. Also, Luis Suarez. Yeah, what about? Coming MLS. I mean, that's... NYCFC a- has said he is not an option. Looks like he should be. You just lost your big-time strike. I Yeah, I said that uh, he, that he that he's received four four or five MLS teams. Are I heard the rumor of five. Okay, so, I mean, you, 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 you just say he's coming to MLS. Like, he's not. <laughs> I mean, he's got no other options right now. You think so? I What, go back to Uruguay? He's going to go play for Nacional? You don't think any team in Europe will want him? Though supposedly not. Supposedly, now I'm asking. But there's, think- but there's not even rumors of uh, of European clubs that want. I mean, them. we'll start one. Okay, <laughs> Luis Suarez to Arsenal, forty million plus forty million one dollars. There we go, Fabrizio, <laughs> get on it. Here we go, Fabrizio. <laughs> um, okay, uh, let's see anything else before we go. Oh, I, I we got to mention this. Uh, 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 Portland Thorns mm. uh, against Gotham FC. They, they I almost wore the Portland Thorns jersey, and I realized <laughs> that was a bad look. Right? Now. They host. They hosted uh, Gotham FC. Uh, what was it? Five nil. Yeah, five nil. Right? Or was it four nil? No, I think it was five. Uh, uh, just a bad day at the office for Gotham FC. Um, I love. It is five nil. I love the uh, the tweet from Gotham FC. Which was uh, just the, the the Will Smith from Men in Black holding the yeah <laughs> pen to <laughs> erase people's memory. Looks like Andrea Pilar got out right in time. <laughs> um, but no, nah, man, it, it's been a uh, yeah, look. It's it, it's Gotham in particular have have 
uh, are one of the teams that really, really struggle when the their their international players leave. Yeah, of course. Uh, so th- look, you know, no Christy Mewis. Yeah. Uh, no Christy Mewis, no uh, Mitch Purse, especially. Um, uh, no, no Efi. Like right, it's th- tough. Yeah, yeah. It's just th- there's not a, a, a deep bench, and you know stuff like that's going to happen sometimes. Portland so, Thorns are also a good team this season, so you know they, losing five nil to anybody sucks. They, but they seem to be a good se- a good team every season. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know why. Maybe <laughs> it's the support. <laughs> uh, anything else we should cover before we go? Uh, uh, Saint Tali said, "Casey Current looking up. Does having soccer specific facilities truly help any team?" Yeah, I mean they're undefeated in the last five. They're looking good. The I mean, look, the easy answer uh, is yes. But the uh, look, I, I think the um, you know, the 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 support is I, look. I, I you, when you see what is going on in San Diego, when you see what's happening with Angel City, uh, Angel City, uh, you're like selling out. Another, bro, this bug uh, loves you, bro. Bro. It's like landing on you. It's what, all over you. What dog. can I say? Get off, bro. <laughs> bro. Yeah, why are you so don't thirsty? Fly. <laughs> Do you know, this is what happens when you use conditioner, bro. <laughs> <laughs> fly, dude. The um so but but seeing the the level of support for these teams, I think uh I think without a doubt, and we've heard players say this all the time, I think it affects the play on the field. 100%. As well. 100%. Uh and and yeah, player, you know, the the rain uh, and thorns and uh, uh you know, and when you see just like packed stadiums for for these games, it it, it adds a uh, I th- yeah, I think it raises the level of quality uh in the games as well. So, mm-hmm. uh credit to them. Uh the Hannah Banana says Suarez to LA Galaxy to make the next Tráfico match interesting. Could be fun. Could be fun. Also what? Uh Nico Lodero. That's his homie. Plays in Seattle. Luis Suarez to Seattle. Luis nah, Suarez listed in a Schmetzer. <laughs> nah, bro. Will Bruin is there. He can't take in his spot. Bill Bruin. <laughs> just uh, a nickname for Will, actually. Yeah, I'm just like, okay, that's a, that actually works. That actually worked. <laughs> um, okay, anything else before we wrap? Ah, that's up? it, bro. Uh, another. You know, uh, we're gonna end by hitting uh, the insert ad button. So for those of you listening, you have no idea what I'm talking about. But for those of you watching, that's how we're gonna say goodbye. I. Uh, uh, <laughs> Jizzle Jim, I'm not reading that. Uh, <laughs> shouts to everybody uh, who uh, is listening. Shouts to all the Dan, Le- uh, the Dan Lebitard fans. Thank you so much. Uh, your homie wants to say hi. It's the Cooligans, buddy. That that's is, who you're listening to. That's okay. <laughs> so we appreciate you. And uh, as always, um, uh, so right now we're working on um, the interview with Tom Davies. We interviewed Tom Davies of Everton Football Club. Um, and we're editing that now. That will be available real soon. If you want to get that first, uh, join Patreon. Patreon.com slash Soccer Cooligans. Uh, so go. get in there uh, and get in the Gully Squad Slack channel. Uh, one of the dopest Slack channels. Uh, <laughs> Uh, oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> okay, our for any of you forty-five year olds who remember what DJ sounded our like, our Slack channel is a freaky fresh. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so get in there, uh, and as always, hit the like button here on YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And uh, subscribe to the podcast, whether it's on the Cool Against podcast feed or the Levitard and Friends podcast feed as well. Uh, we appreciate everybody for tuning in. We will see you next week, uh, Monday. Uh, anything going on? You doing anything fun this week? Uh, I may possibly be in Orlando. Ooh, okay. Mm, a little Arsenal-Chelsea. Yeah, we'll see. We shall see. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, we will see you next week. Uh, and, and that's it, everybody. Peace.